Hey, miss. Do you think you should be afforded mercy just because you're a girl? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? You almost fucking shot me. No, I didn't, did I? Because you Hey, bitch. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. You fucked up, bitch. The following episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves, and today we've got a very special episode for you. I am joined with BP from the Let's Talk Horror channel. How's it going, buddy? Oh, living the dream. Living the dream. Aren't we away? Hey, man. Hey, man. So I'm a big fan of BP. I'm a big fan of the uh, of the Let's Talk Horror podcast. I'd listen to it. I don't. I don't watch on YouTube much. I don't really have time. I'm sorry. Don't I'll bother make, about it. I'll make more of an effort, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. I wish I could post more on YouTube, but as you know, and as we've literally just been discussing, that mm-hmm. uh, that that doing a podcast takes so much more time and effort and production and planning that people think um, that, uh, you know, we've still got real lives to live, haven't we? So uh, I'll tell you yeah. what though, man, like the, the, I was talking to, I actually ran into a buddy that I haven't seen in a really fucking long time yesterday. And we were, we were chatting a little bit last night and I was trying to explain how, uh, you know, like the, the effort and the work and the routine yeah. that comes with, with doing a podcast is literally a lifesaver. Yes. Um, I mean, you go go back to before the Every Movie Ever podcast existed. I was like drinking drugs, oh, yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. anxiety through the roof, depression yeah. through the roof. It was it was fucked, man. And then now, sober for over a year, working through therapy, getting everything like on top. So this podcast, yeah. like just chatting shit about movies with some buddies, has like literally saved my life. And I feel genuinely the same way. So I, a lot of people know, but I've said it so many times, but I started this podcast purely because every single day of my life mm-hmm. during lockdown, I was having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't, I, I had to go to work every day during it, out in the public, uh, you know, dealing with that and then coming home and every day we felt like I was like in Groundhog Day and yeah, I couldn't man. escape it. I couldn't escape this horrible dread feeling that, you know, bad shit was going to happen all the time to me because I just couldn't escape my brain thinking bad things. I was like, what can I do? And then I realized that, you know, a podcast, the accessibility is out there. And then that's it. From that point on, I put my heart and soul into the show, uh, you know, and I speak so honestly and personally about it, but it takes so much work. So um, it really it, does. I, I hope people sort of out there know how much effort you guys and uh, I and all of us put into it, really. Of course, man. Of course. Well, I'm fucking glad that you've got that outlet, man. It's it's, yes. it's a great thing, man. I've listened. I've listened to a, a whole chunk of your episodes. Jaws is on my uh, is on my list to listen to this afternoon. Yeah. It's a great one. It's one of my favorite movies, man. It's. I mean, a lot of people say it's one of their favorite movies, but it genuinely yes. is. Like, I remember being a little kid, my brother showing it me, and then me never being. I, I'm still scared to go in the ocean now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm 33. We, I'm a fully we, grown adult male. If I go to <laughs> Wales. Like even in Wales, where the, I know there's no sharks, I'm still yeah. shit scared that I'm going to get eaten by a fucking jaws. You know what I mean? It, it traumatized and still traumatizes and continues to do that. So or to everyone, mm. when you see this film, like I, I mean, one of the things I discuss on the show is that I literally used to surf all the time, and um, brave. 
yeah well that's it i used to surf all the time but every single time mm-hmm. i went into that water there wasn't a second where i thought to myself i'm not going to be eaten by a big fucking shark like yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. it was it was insane um yeah. so it was yeah it's um yeah it was, uh, it was a fun episode to do and it's like you're saying it's an episode uh that well a, a film sorry jaws is mm-hmm. being a film is that more people in my life have told me that it's their favorite film of all time it's a weird one, isn't it, man? Everyone yeah. fucking loves Jaws. Everybody fucking I, loves it. I don't. I don't think I've met a single person that's like, ah, it's okay. It's my daughter's favorite film, okay. of like, and you know, oh, she, that's she, awesome, man. She fucking loves it, and uh, yeah, that's it. And she loves. She just loves it. She's uh, she's a big fan of Jaws and Bruce the shark. Fucking Bruce, man. <laughs> fucking Bruce, terrifying little bastard. Yeah. But right today we're going to be covering uh, the hunt. We have to be careful how we say it. Yeah, I'm trying to enunciate because of the whole, you know, British accent. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be covering The Hunt. Is this this your first time watching? Have you seen this before? No, I think this is now my third time watching it. Nice. Um, Because I saw it when it it came out, and Mm -hmm. then they put it on one of the streaming services, and I was like, well, I'll enjoy that. I'll watch it again. And then... Obviously, you know, to do this, I was like, I'm happy to watch it again because I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this maybe just after lockdown started for yeah. the first time at my brother's house. And I thought it was going to be like the stereotypical kind of yeah, yeah. hunting humans for sport type Yeah, that's deal. it. And then it turned into this insane, super fun... But over the top, batshit, crazy, fucking yeah. conspiracy theorist story of like how these conspiracy theorists are posting online about uh, a mana gate because they've uncovered a text chain that turned <laughs> out to be some dumb joke between a bunch of rich woke people. Uh, they believe it's real. They turn it into this big thing. Everyone, all the rich elites lo- lose their job because of this stupid text joke. And now they're out for revenge on the internet trolls <laughs> that lost them their entire livelihoods it was fucking mental yeah it is it is insane and um but it's just but like you're saying you think mm-hmm. it's going to be the run of the mill and it turns mm. out to be the opposite of that um i love that they base everything on george orwell's animal farm like, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. caught me so off guard when they started like dropping the code names early on like snowball obviously snowball's an obvious one when they started dropping it, you can almost like think of like, okay, so where's this headed? Where's these where's these code names coming from? What's it tie into? It's just a straight rip from Animal Farm because <laughs> it's like, they it's like the elites are viewing themselves as better as the poor people and they like won't Animal be Farm well Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal Farm Two. Let's get this party started. The right? hunt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think overall then, man? What's what was your like what was your takeaway from the movie as a whole? It's I, I think like for me like because i'm so over analytical uh when i'm watching films and that's just because of obviously acting and filmmaking in in my personal life and that that ever since i was a kid and wanting to do that i have Mm -hmm. to i have this thing going in my head and it's like what's the performances like what's the directing like cinematography score music everything like that that's why uh you know like you know like why i do horror you know because there's everything in it but with this film you know there's so many boxes to tick and i Mm. think it does a very very good job in all aspects um you know i like that they 
set you up for not knowing what the fuck's going to happen and who's going to survive. You know, straight away, Emma Roberts gets hit. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? It's such um, a good death, man. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it is. That bullet nearly hit me and then a fucking head explodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's and amazing. It's just, so you've got that. And then next up, you've got the person that you're expecting is going to be like, you know, the hero. Um, mm-hmm. He fucking dies. And that's hilarious because she's like, you know, he's trying to help this woman who's basically <laughs> dead. And you're like, well, why are you even fucking helping her? But like, <laughs> but he's still doing it because, you know, he's the hero. Next thing you know, he's fucking blown up. Yep. Um, and then and then it just, but it continues like that. It keeps you guessing by the time, um, you know, that I keep forgetting her name. What's the main uh, Crystal. characters? Crystal, that's right. Crystal. Betty Gilpin is the person who plays her, isn't it? I keep, yeah. keep referring to her as a real name. But yeah, um, Crystal, <laughs> by the time she comes into it, um, you're already like four or five people that are like main characters down. Yeah. So... It's it's so interesting how they set up the film like that, and it's still fun, and the script is really really fucking funny. Um, the way they work the comedy into yeah. the into the horrendous situation yeah. is is incredible. Yeah, it's very smart. I do like how they do it because it's not just it's it's very it's not just about what people are saying. It's about what they're seeing. It's about the scenarios. Um, you know, it's about what's happening. All of it. At some point, it's just fucking funny. I think it's down to the cast as well, though, man. They cast incredibly yeah. well in this. Very good. Very I mean, good. Ethan, uh, is it Supley or Supley? Both. All right. <laughs> we'll go with that. Ethan, <laughs> Ethan Supley is, like, fucking hilarious in this, man. Just because he's, like, A, he's a podcast host. So that's fun yeah. to sort of relate to because you're like, fuck, is that how... Yeah, yeah. We come across like, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and then not only that, he's like bang on with every every fucking nutty theory that he's got going on. He's like, these are crisis actors, you know, in the train when the yeah. the refugees are in the train. He's like, oh fuck off, these are crisis actors. They're not real refugees. They're part of the elite. They're plants. So this, that, and the other, and the fucking the the Czech army when they capture everyone. And then the one refugee just turns around and is like, Gary, shut the fuck up, man. I've yeah, been planted yeah, yeah. with these guys. Yeah, you need to play this cool. This isn't the plan. Shut the fuck up. And, and that's another great bit of the and that's another great bit of the film, because once again, it's like you literally don't see that coming. Like you just assume that he, you know, this 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 guy is just like yeah. talking shit. And then next thing you know, he's just like fucking cut this shit out, you know, like yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you just don't see it, and it's just another sort of uh, extra layer to this movie. Um, I fucking love it, man. I love yeah. it. I think I think personally, the whole movie is based on the elites. Like you've got uh, Athena and those guys who have all lost their jobs because of the internet trolls thinking that yeah. Managate is real. They they think that these elite people are actually hunting humans for sport based on a, a joke that was said in a text chain. And then you've got the people, the conspiracy theorists who believe in Managate, who think that they're superior to the elites because they figured out the truth. Like they know what's going on, man. They've lifted the veil. They've seen. <laughs> they've seen how the machine works. You know what I mean? They're and right as fuck. Yeah, the, all of them are right. Like on both sides, <laughs> all of them are right, and that's yeah. what makes it hilarious. Because if they all just fucking accepted it, there's no beef. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like everything is right. The only reason that they're hunting people for sport now is to prove the conspiracy theorists right and punish them. Yeah, with our own dumb idea, which is kind of genius, but kind of fucking evil genius at the same yeah. time. Um, we've got one point. We've got one moment in the movie when there is just Don 
and Crystal left. They end up getting captured by the Czech army. Yeah. And then they send for the American embassy. Now, obviously, it's not the real... It's not a real uh, person from the American embassy that shows up. It is one of the elites that has shown up to take them to the manor to meet Athena. Which um, is Macon Blair. Um, he's, yeah. he's an absolute legend because, obviously, he uh, he's in Blue Ruin, which is amazing. But the director of the film that has the longest name ever what is it the amazing one with elijah wood um i don't feel at home in this world anymore oh That's the right one. he okay. directed yeah, yeah, that yeah. and he's also directing the new version of toxic avenger no fucking way man yeah. that's gonna be awesome yeah that's actually gonna be awesome um so we've got we've got don and don and crystal left uh they yeah. they kill this american the american embassy dude who's taking them to the manor because crystal figures out immediately that no one who works for the American Embassy would be going, yeah, but why have they picked you? Yeah. Why have these people picked you specifically? Yeah. So she boots him in the face, knocks him out cold, kicks him out of the car, and then runs him over with his own car, which is fucking beautiful to behold. Wonderful scene. <laughs> but then she gets into this story about the jackrabbit and is it the box turtle? Yeah. That her mum used to tell her when she was a kid. And it is the most gruesome, brutal version of the hare and the tortoise you've ever heard, right? <laughs> it's it's, a, it's just, a proper it's a proper family story. It's it's fun for all the family, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she, the the difference between this story and the hare and the tortoise is what comes after. Like this fairy tale that Crystal tells continues on from the race, so it's not just the box turtle winning against the jackrabbit against all odds and proving that if you just keep marching forward then you know you can overcome anything, anything and everything yeah. now it gets into well, what happens after and her story continues that the box turtles i tell you i'm just gonna play the little clipping of the story now just so everyone's on board yeah my mama used to tell me this story about the jackrabbit and the box turtle the jackrabbit is a real dick because he brags all the time. Says nobody's faster than him. And well, it's true. Because every time he races, the jackrabbit always wins. Oh, fucking Forrest has to put up with this shit day in, day out. Fucker always wants to race just to rub it in some more. So the box turtle figures, why not? I'll give it a try. The jackrabbit like laughs, like, okay, this will be fun. So let, let's fucking go. So, but Jackrabbit leaves the box turtle in his fucking dust. I mean, he is way out in front. Of course he is. Jackrabbit always wins, but he wants to put on a show and make it seem close. So he stops and he takes a nap. He sleeps longer than he wanted to. By the time he wakes up, I mean, knows he's fucked. Jackrabbit goes full tail, but it's too late. The box turtle crosses the finish line first, and the crowd's like, whoosh, goes fucking wild. Later that night, box turtle's having dinner with his family. He's telling his little box turtles how he did it. I mean, never give up. I just keep crawling forwards. And you can overcome just about anything. Door smashes in. It's a jackrabbit. 
And he has a hammer. Smashes up the wife and kids first, so the box turtle has to watch him die. And then it's his turn. Once the whole family's broken into little pieces, <laughs> he sits down and eats their dinner. Every last bite. Because the jackrabbit always wins. Your mama told you that story? Uh, so, so wait, so who's a rabbit? I mean, is, is it us or them? So the fucking, the ending, the box turtle sitting down with his family to dinner, celebrating his big win. He's, he's passing on this really heartfelt, warming message to his children. You know, you just got to keep trying. You just got to keep, keep on, keep on trucking. And you he's, get there he's in the, the end, man. Dream. He's living the dream. And then the jackrabbit shows up with a hammer, kills his wife and kids in front of the box turtle, and then fucking destroys him. Not yeah. only does that, he also then eats the dinner. <laughs> yeah. I found that the biggest, the most disrespectful thing ever. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, like, you like, know, just eating the dinner, he's sitting yeah. there. I've murdered your family in front of your face. Now I've murdered you. Thanks for the food, buddy. Have a good one. <laughs> fucking unreal. I think the movie is essentially that, that yeah. tale. Uh, yeah. Just... They've just added that in there just so people understand that that's what the film's about. Yeah, I think they just, like that story there, it is the film. Yeah. Like you've got uh, you've got the elites who are, you know, like the big fucking braggy, we can do anything, we're better than yeah. everyone, we can do everything. They're the jackrabbit. Or you, they could be the jackrabbit, right? And then you've got the conspiracy theorists who are like, we know everything, we know more than you, you can't hide anything from us. They could be the jackrabbit. Yeah. But now it's a case of as the film's unfolding, you you're sort of deciding who's the jackrabbit and who's the box turtle and who's yeah. the underdog and who's the one that's bragging about being great all the time because both sides are so fucking similar. Just the own the main difference is like morality yeah. and bank account size. I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But as we get to the end, like the final the final fight, the big showdown between Crystal and Athena. Every all the other all the other guys, all the other elites have been killed by Crystal and Don. Uh, some of the elites are great, by the way. We've got Glenn Howerton in there from Yeah, playing Dennis Sunny. Reynolds. Yeah, he is just Dennis Reynolds. Like, <laughs> He's I, Dennis Reynolds. I don't think that he plays a character. I think he just no. is Dennis Reynolds. Even when you listen to the podcast, that's the Always yeah. Sunny podcast, I watch it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on YouTube, and he is Dennis Reynolds. And, he, and you can Dennis see how, how much he's trying to not be all the time. Yeah. But he's, but I, he is Dennis Reynolds. I genuinely just think he's not playing the character. I think someone needs to check his basement and then someone needs to give yeah. him more roles in cinema because I fucking adore that man. Like, yeah. oh, way him. more than I should. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I, my partner is constantly being like, you are so much like Dennis. And I'm like, don't <laughs> tell me that. Like, is this because like, you're stood there with your like flip chart of being sort of like, this is the Dennis system. This is yeah, how this I live. Is the Dennis you're system. Like, I'm constantly like, referring to myself as the golden god. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up in the morning your coffee's not ready the golden god needs his coffee <laughs> don't sit down that's fucking amazing that's amazing but, is there any situation you can be in you're just sort of like no 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 you're doing an alpha move on me yeah. i'm more alpha than you i'm more alpha than you I that's it i mean man. you know who tries selling a car that's in the ocean right 
<laughs> I fucking love him so much, man. But he's he's one he's of the in elites it. in this movie, and he's fucking insanely good in it because he just plays Dennis Reynolds. Yeah. But with millions of dollars in his bank account, it's fucking fantastic. Um, Hillary Swank's amazing. Hillary Swank plays Athena. That caught me off guard the first time I watched this. I was like, because yeah, you don't yeah, see did. Athena's face for a long time, man. You no. don't know who it is. Yeah. And then as the reveal happens, it's like. What? Yeah. She's like, she's big time. This is, she's, you know, she's, yeah. she's big time. And then here she is. But I'm assuming because um, obviously Betty Gil- Gilpin is in Glow and Hilary Swank was obviously in Clint Eastwood's Million Dollar Baby. So mm-hmm. they they both understand choreography. So I'm, I'm assuming that that really helped them in deciding who was going to be in it because the fight scene they have at the end is absolutely fucking awesome. It's insane, um, though. Like, I love it. I love it. I think it's a great fight scene. I think it's shot really well. The pace is good. Um, I think, you you know, it is one of those where you there's so many points in it where you don't know what's going to happen. And so many fight scenes that we know are very predictable. So um, that's quite unpredictable. Um, and I, I also like um, how she does get the shit kicked out of her, to be honest, when, when that mm. guy's all like, oh, you know, she spent eight months. She's going to destroy you and all that shit. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and Crystal's all like, you know, as she is in the film, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll and, see. Uh, but I, I genuinely, Betty Gilpin in this is so, so good. Bro, um, she's unbelievably badass. Like, yeah. unbelievably badass. She's super fucking weird. Yes. And I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, like, yeah. I love it. I, everything she does in this film, it feels like, everything was a process that she decided that she was doing. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a character choice, man. Yeah. The, the bunker, like on the way to the manor, to the final fight in the bunker, yeah. when she's talking to the National Guard who's trained yeah. the elites, and she's sitting there and she's like, I work in a car rental place. Yeah. And I don't, uh, right now I'm feeling really, mm, yeah. and I don't really think I can get that out anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go to this manor and get it out <laughs> i know it just the, it drags out for ages but at the same yeah. time it's hilarious but it fucking is. terrifying at the same time yeah. man because and that's the thing and this is what i really like about sort of the ending of that of that scene because mm. there's so many layers to it because um obviously um athena thinks that you know crystal is this person when they're mm-hmm. lying there and both are presumably dying which obviously we know that doesn't happen but crystal yeah. Uh, you know, essentially confirms to her that she's not the person that they think she is. Yeah, they got the wrong crystal. So yes. the the elites, uh, Athena, her last her last ditch attempt was just needing to be right. She didn't yeah. care about winning or losing. She just needed to know that she made, she was like correct in getting yeah. the right crystal. Because our crystal reveals that there is another crystal May back in her hometown just may is spelt different and they yeah. get each other's mail sometimes and the life that athena describes as crystals doesn't match up to what we know of our crystal because we know that our crystal served in afghanistan she's yes. like uh was, was it army or marine or yeah she was she was in it um but yeah i'll, I'll get on to sank anyway but um but yeah, yeah. It's, it's just um yeah she she was one of the, you know one of the like a marine yeah like you say or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. something out there but yeah athena needed to know that she was right and after this huge fucking fight scene erupts and you're right in saying that it's unpredictable because i think it plays out as a fight scene should yes like the pacing of it is realistic yeah they get winded they get 
knocked downstairs and it takes yeah. them a few seconds to gather their shit before they can just sort of like jump back up and start fighting. But even yeah. then, it's a slow sort of... The longer the fight goes on, the longer it takes for them to get back on their feet. Yeah. And then the more desperate the attempts and the more clumsy the fight becomes. And it's... I've watched it a few times through and I've only picked up on it very recently how fucking genius that fight scene is like yeah. after the after she gets her arm skin clamped in a fucking shotgun reloading mechanism yeah it's I, dude it still makes me fucking wince watching it, it it's fucking horrible and then it's once again it becomes about the thought of now she has to do this yeah yeah to yeah. To, to, to get out of that and the pain that she had then has That's to go it, through man. to deal with that so it's not just the fact that it's happening she's now got to go through the pain of getting it out That's or it, like man. or like the bit where you've got the the blade from the blender and it goes in her but then she puts that into athena doing like some fucking ninjutsu yeah, forward yeah, roll yeah, yeah. and then uses that so it's just like she's made a conscious decision to inflict more pain on herself oh of course yeah yeah, yeah. like to, fuck to, it if- yeah, the plane's crashing, man. Win. Let's enjoy the ride down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, sh- we're both in the thick of it now, so I'm yeah. going to get the fucking last blow if I can. Yeah. But after the fucking skin in the shotgun, she jumps onto, like, what she thinks is a rope, but it turns out yeah. to be, like, a, a flimsy kind of light yeah. fixture. Yeah. And she fucking hits she, the yeah, deck, she hits man. It. She hits the deck like a sack of potatoes. And after that, she's what you'll notice from her is she's, like, she's... Before that, she's running about. She's fucking precise. She's, like... It's almost like she's two steps ahead of what the yeah. fight is going to be. After that, after taking that big hit, it's almost like she's uh, she's way more sluggish and she's yeah. way clumsier. She starts getting like grabbed around the throat. She start she gets stabbed like yeah. there's shit like this that's going on, man. And it's just it's fucking genius the way it plays out. It is absolutely genius. Yeah. But the the end fight is her story personified, and I yeah. think it's down to the viewer. Then you decide whether <laughs> Athena's the jackrabbit. Or whether Crystal's the jackrabbit, and you decide how that goes. Because yeah. if we're taking her story literally, uh, Crystal's the jackrabbit, right? Because Athena would be in her house, cooking food, celebrating her little win that she's still going. Most of the people that she wanted dead are dead, and now she gets to kill the last person. She's she's going to be like gloating about grilled cheese and shit like this, yeah. right? Um. Oh, no, that would make her the, the hair. So she wouldn't be gloating. She'd be like the box turtle. Yeah, yeah. Crystal shows up as the fucking, the, the jackrabbit goes into the house. She's killed all the family already, right? So yeah. everyone was already in bits. And now it's just one person left to kill, which she manages. And then she eats her food, which yeah. is exactly that story. And yeah. it's just, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's a great ending. And I love, I do love the, um, because once you when you when you watch films like this and characters mm-hmm. are so enjoyable to watch and fleshed out that it makes you want to take that extra time to think about them you know and and the character of crystal for me is a really sad character um because i, I see it is in and i saw it i felt like this the second where you see her photograph um which is the photograph that they obviously have on the facebook page or where which is where somebody's giving her the middle finger yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. what I took from that is just this, uh, it makes me sad because it's like her, her, even though this is just a film, but she's come home from Afghanistan. She's come home, um, you know, you know, serving in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, whether it's US or UK, that there's so much difficulty around struggling to find work or being in a mental capacity of a mind that you can do that. Like adjusting um, back to civilian life. Yeah, exactly. And adjusting. Mm-hmm. 
um, the, that's who I feel the crystal is in the film, that she's she can't adjust to civilian life. She's had to take this normal job. And, um, you know, and, and that's the sad part of me, uh, you know, for, for her, for her character is every time I watch this film, I yeah, just yeah. I, I feel that how everything outside of what's happening, you see in the film, that's impacted her life. And that's obviously created who she is um, to be this sort of ultimate badass. So I liked the fact that at the end, you've, you know, you find out that it, they did get the wrong one and they chose fucking wrong because yeah, yeah. you know, she killed fucking everyone. I fucking love it, man. Yeah. I love it. I think the the fact that the script allows all of that information to be extracted from it yes. without yeah, yeah. directly saying it is yeah. fucking beautiful. Like yeah. it's so well written. Yeah. And this movie gets a lot of hate and I'm not well, sure why. I was just about to say the same thing. Um, I haven't heard of a lot of people that talk about this enough. I haven't heard a lot of people say that they, uh, you know, this, this film never sort of really pops up so much. Um, and I don't know whether it's the political statements it's trying to, because when it came out, there was so much about that in regard to the film. They were talking about it's saying this about gun law. It's saying this about America. It's saying these political statements and so on. But that, it's all stuff that needs to be said though. Yeah, all exactly. Of it, all of it's accurate. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. They're not lying. Um, all those stereotypes exist in real life and all yes. those stereotypes are actively yelling on the internet day yeah. in, day out. Like and, it's just and it's satire. Not, yeah, and and I mean, money talks, and money's powerful, and money can make people do whatever they want. So yeah. I can see. So when people read this sort of stuff, it does put people off. Um, and but then if you sit there and you watch this film, and you're somebody that enjoys movies and and the understanding of movies and and you know and how they work, um, then I think this film would be talked about more and highly regarded. Uh, more than it should, more than it should do, or more than it is at the moment. Um, I, think I can happily watch like, this film again, again, again. Same man, same. I think too many people take offence to it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like people take it as personal attack rather than being able to sit and laugh about it. Yeah, which is concerning because the <laughs> yeah. stereotypes here are like, well, yeah, that's it. insane. People, right? I like yeah. everyone. Yeah. I thought, apart from Crystal, man, I know Crystal's like a little weird and she's a total fucking badass, right? But she is yeah. by far the most middle of the road, yeah. head screwed on, kind of moral, morally apt person in the whole fucking movie. Everyone well, is, everyone else is so fucking left lane or right lane. Well, everybody else is mental, but they're also never, not soldiers. So this is. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this is the thing so so with, with crystal everyone else is mental but not soldiers <laughs> exactly so so crystal she's seen all this shit she's been through all this shit and her objective is to survive yeah um and that's what she's trying to get out of this and the thing is is that she's going to do whatever she has to to survive you know she has Definitely. that conversation with the national guard and mm. then shoots him afterwards yeah yeah because in her head she's thinking well if he pops up and decides to try and kill me then he's going to get me so she has to deliver the blow you know it's i fully took that as part of her revenge you know i just thought that that was like well if you're training them you get. yeah you're one of them yeah, this is and it was get. almost like a mercy killing. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a weird one. That one. It was fucking funny, but it was a weird one. Yeah, um, but that's the thing. That's how I see her. Like, like exactly what you're saying. I, 
Mm. I see her character is the normality of the movie because yeah, she's she's already, you know, trained. You know, yeah. she she she's already the one that has gone there that they've got wrong, and uh, and because of their mistake, they they pay for it. Definitely, I think it's it's just a nice fucking. It's a really really smart, yeah, well written, uh. PC like a, it's a comment on the social like PCness and and wokeness and woke culture and stuff. It's a it's a sort of satirical comment on that, which is quite nice. Yeah, because it's not done in a way that's sort of like a, this is wrong or this is right or anything like that. It's just exaggerated. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's no sort of like right or wrong way to be. It's just an exaggerated version of it, which is always fun. You know what I mean? Um, you've also got I th- yeah, it's just a well written version of the fucking. Hair in the tortoise, yeah, but with the revenge plot at the end, and That's then it's kind of it. it's it's left up to you to to decide who is your fox turtle and who's your jackrabbit. And it does something that is very clever because it very rarely you know does it happen in films, but you mm. want to see more. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, you would love to be able to follow this journey of Crystal on the next adventure, and um, if you can do that in a film with a character. Then yeah. you know that you've you've done a good job. It's almost like someone had heard the hair and the tortoise and wondered what happened after, and then they wrote this story and then were like, "It would be really funny to leave people thinking, well, what happened after?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And they just did the exact same thing. They just yeah. added on like a little building block, and then was like, "Your go." Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there's way more to this film than the political side of of it. Uh, and and everything that, and and what everybody thinks that this film is about, though it's the opposite of what people think. Um, it's the hair in the tortoise. It's a revenge yeah. story. It's fucking. It's literally a childhood fable told in a, the most brutal possible way, with a brutal ended added on, and that's yeah. it. Like the the you can all the political stuff, all the satire stuff, all the all the comedy stuff. It's it's all left for like fucking like meat on the bones. And it's just great movie. What are you going to rate it? Oh, God. Where are we going? Out of 10? Out of 5? Well, out of 10. We'll go let's out of do 10. it. Out of 10. Yeah. Let's go with a... Let's go with a 7 out of 10. Mm. Um, only because I, I'll probably kick myself for, for saying that later. But 7 out of 10 okay. because, you know, you got to hold the 8s and 9s and the 10s for, like, you know, Jaws and shit like that, you know? Um, oh, man. But yeah, seven. I'd, I'd go seven out of ten. But I could easily, if if I was just sitting in normally and wasn't thinking anything about it, I could easily mm-hmm. give it an eight. If we're just going on, what do you think of this as a film and not mm-hmm. what it's you know anything else? It could easily be an eight. If you're thinking more about it in regards to what it does as a film, then mm-hmm. I'd say a seven. But that's a high seven. Um, nice. Yeah, we're talking like a seven point eight, seven point nine ish, right? Yeah. The high end of the sevens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nice. I was I was gonna say I before watching it again uh, this morning I was gonna say a seven but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an eight yeah and the extra one point is for Ike Barinholtz who is <laughs> one of my favorite comedic actors of all time and yeah. he can be in any type of movie in any fucking role and he just has this overwhelming presence of cocky asshole. But- <laughs> which he pulls off in such a fucking beautiful way that it just makes me want to give him a cuddle. You know what I mean? I just, I, I kind of, I would love for him to adopt me so that he could berate me as like a stepson. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're fucking grounded. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. 
and yeah. then have a cuddle afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you could literally fucking, I don't know. He's an incredible he actor. Wants. Incredible actor, man. And that's the thing, you get that in abundance in this film. You get the shocks, you get the twists, mm. uh, you get the, uh, you know, like we've already said, the comedy that comes through the, skit, uh, the, the script and scenarios mm. um, of what happens in the film. The performances are absolutely fantastic. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from it for me. Definitely. Um, and you get genuinely fantastic action scenes. Um, that are some of the best, like like we like you said earlier, some of the best choreography you see because it's not just about the kicks and the punches; it's the in between bits. Yes, yeah, um, it's the pacing and the realism that comes yeah. with it. That's that's the shit that is like taken for granted these days. I feel. I feel yeah. in a lot of action films, everything is about high octane, high testosterone. Everyone's like rah 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 all the time. Well, it well malignant. So I, I mean, I talk I talk shit about malignant all the time. And, yeah, I'm not um, a big fan. No, and I'm glad you're not because uh, like, this is this is the, this is the film that I get shit for. And do you know what? That the fact that I'm talking about it again, yeah. people are gonna go fucking mental, nah. right? But um, that's a prime example of now where in Hollywood everyone knows how to fight. Even a woman that's controlled by a goblin on the back of her head mm-hmm. can kill everyone ninjutsu style in a fucking police station. Mate, um, she's, it's bullshit. Whole, the first scene of that movie, she's like a ghost. There's a yeah. there's a seat. Uh, like on the sofa, there's like an yeah. indent where someone's sitting but is invisible. Yeah. And then it turns out it's just a fucking, like like goblin you said, a goblin creature. on the back of her head. And I'm yeah, like, well, what the fuck I was see. the first scene about? Where was the ghost shit? Because yeah. it was all like paranormal hinting at this, yeah, that, and the other. How yeah. the fuck does a normal human person yeah. act like that? That's fucking insane to me. It doesn't matter. I, no. We can't get into malignant because I'll fucking rant. But, yeah, um... yeah, yeah, you and me both. And I, do you know what? Every every single fucking episode I do, that's, yeah. that's it. Malignant. I tell you what we'll do, right? What we'll do, right, is in the near future we'll get on. We'll we'll all rewatch *Malignant* and we'll do one together. Maybe we'll get a couple of the podcasts in. We'll get like a few of us in. Yeah. And we'll do like a *Malignant* episode. It'll we'll call it the Mass Debater. It will be <laughs> a group debating *Malignant* and whether it's a bag of shit or not. Spoiler: right. It is. It's a, it's a big part of shit. <laughs> it's a big bag uh, of you shit. You know, if you if you like goblins. <laughs> Uh, then you'll fucking love this film. If yeah. you like, you know, if if that's your, if that's your shit that you like, if that's your mate, your I'm kink. all about fucking goblins, man. Don't don't even get me started on <laughs> Troll Two. Troll Two is the fucking or tits, man. mate. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Fucking goblins, all of that shit. I'm I'm here for it. Malignant. Get rid of weak. it. Weak. Yeah. Weak. Get rid weak of it. effort, man. In Piece the bin. Right. BP, buddy. Thank yeah. you so fucking much for joining me, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, I've I've had a, I had a lovely time as usual, and uh, oh, thank mate. you for for asking me to come on. Of course, man, of course. Well, listen, tell us where we can find your stuff. Tell us where to look out for episodes and when you release and X, Y, and Z. Uh, everywhere, just you know, whatever you use for your podcast, Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor mm-hmm. is on there as well. Um, just search for the Let's Talk Horror channel. You'll you'll find me. Um, and and all I do is you know just come with me on this journey through horror different topics start the start of you know the show when it first started and it's all solo mm-hmm. um now i've been lucky enough to have guests on the show um mm-hmm. but it, you know it keeps going the latest episode that i literally released uh what like four days ago like we've already spoken about is all about jaws mm-hmm. um it's a, it's a great episode about a great film but with with the show it, you know i mean the newest jaws episode is like nearly two hours um but it's because i have such an honest in-depth personal and passionate conversation about whatever i talk about 
Um, you know, that's the main thing with me with my with the podcast is that I just want to be as honest as I can be. Um, there you go, man. That, that's the priority. So yeah, go Good go shit. listen to it, and um, I hope that everybody enjoys it, and then get on Instagram and follow me on there and get all your updates and. Well, live, what, live, what we'll do life. is we'll, uh, we'll put a link to live life. What a fucking great sentiment that is, man. That's it. That's it. We'll uh, we'll put a link below so you can go and check out BP. Uh, you got a link tree, right? Yeah. Sweet. We'll chuck that down there. Sweet. Um, Thank you. And we will we'll see you real soon, man. I think we're we're doing a crossover for Christmas. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. We're do, we're gonna do so for Christmas. No one knows about this, so you get an exclusive on your show. Um, but yeah, so obviously we know, but we're gonna be yeah. talking about the absolute shit show of Jack Frost. I mean, um, not the one with Michael Keaton. No, this is like the, the horror <laughs> Jack Frost. By the one with Michael Keaton, you mean the worst of the two? Because the yes, Jack Frost the that we're gonna be two. doing is gonna be fucking amazing. Oh yeah, I mean, amazing. you know, Sh- Shannon Elizabeth getting humped <laughs> by a fucking snowball. Isn't it? It's gonna be incredible, man. It's going to be incredible. It's, it's going to be a great one, and I can't wait. BP, thanks for joining me, man. I really, really, really appreciate it. No worries, man. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on the Every Movie Ever podcast. I've been Ben Groves. I've been joined by BP from the Let's Talk Horror channel. We will be seeing you real soon. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Take care and consume.